Hello, my friends. Katie Day with The Movement of Texas team here with another episode of The Real Advice Podcast. I am excited for this week's guest to dig into all the things. When we talked about what we were going to talk about, we had many topics. So I'm excited to see where this goes because we didn't plan it out. And I love that. Um, But our guest this week is an absolute powerhouse team leader, mentor, trainer, mother, spouse, realtor, all the things out of the San Diego area in California, which is an area that I absolutely love. Please join me in welcoming Siri. 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 (laughs) I I got nervous. So Siri's last name is Raul. Yes. Yes. And I got nervous because I was going to say Roel, and then I was like, "No, that's wrong." And then I looked down at the name, and I I just got nervous. Like my hands are that was down. pretty legit, Katie. I like that. Yeah, I know. So, I'm sorry, that's It's funny. I, I I told her. I said, "Just call me Siri." I I I tease my team sometimes. I go, "I'm going to be like Prince and just have like a symbol at some point." You know, I like, I like it. <laughs> I know. Are you on TikTok at all? Do you? Oh do you my gosh, I do, and it's kind of terrible i'm an instagram girl all day long but my my tiktok's there yeah you have once you consumed content on tiktok for my on occasion i do yes so the reason why i bring that up is there's these people on tiktok that have like ipads and like you they make logos for people's names where it's like all of the letters of their name but then they make it into this like symbol-y looking thing so maybe what i'll do now that i've screwed up your name is i'll try to find one of them to make one and that could be like your symbol in you know moving into the next iteration of like your brand or you know something like that so i I would love that actually it started as a joke but i'm yeah. Serious. If not, I'll just make one. And then you're going to be like, wow, like a small, like child must have made this. This is terrible. What is happening here? So we'll figure it out. Uh, anyways, Siri, who are you? Where are you from? And how, how, how'd you get into real estate? Who am I? I know. All right. Cool. So um, like you mentioned, I am, I like to say that I'm first and foremost a mom. I, I like to say that my business started as a mom. Um, I was a teen mom pregnant at 18. I, I had three kids by the time I was 23. I have five kids now. So my story is kind of long and lengthy. And that was my first business I ran. But um, in 2001, I got into real estate because I stayed home with my kids. And I was like, okay, I love you guys. This is awesome. But oh my gosh, you're driving me crazy. And I need something else to do. And so I got into real estate. So I've been in real estate for over 20 years now. and. Um, it's been a really awesome journey. I can't imagine life doing anything else. And it's taken a lot of different turns. And, and it's really cool to see where I am now from where I started. So mom, uh, real estate agent, broker, business owner, that's kind of the journey of where I am now over the last 20 years. Awesome. And so are you from California? Or where are you from? Um, so I was born in Utah. And um, so originally in Utah, we've lived there for a little while. Those of you that are listening that know me, I am also from Park City, Utah, which is a really cool ski town. Um, I have a home up there too. So we like to get up there as much as possible, but I'd say it's a, it's a, definitely I'm a California girl with that Park City mountain Utah vibe mixed in. Um, that's, that's really who I am. Kind of a mixture of the two. So are you a skier or a snowboarder? Skier. And here's a cool fact is, okay, back in the day, and I'm not that old yet, but I'm getting older. Back in my day. (laughs) Back in the day. (laughs) Um, 
When I was in high school at Park City, it was $99 for a season pass for Ugh. you to basically go, you know, whenever. So 99 yeah. bucks. And of course, that's changed tremendously. But yeah. the only kicker was it was for Park City and they didn't have snowboard. They didn't allow snowboarding. Mm. So I'm a I'm a skier for sure. I don't I, can't, I think skiing's kind of come back anyways. I think for a while there it was all snowboarding's a cool thing. I think skiing's kind of making come back. So I think that for me, like I skied in high school, right? But that was on the East Coast. That doesn't really count. And then I bought a snowboard and snowboarded for a while. Um, and then I actually was in Park City and I went to um, in, in Utah and I was I went to Deer Valley and you right can't here. snowboard there. So I you rented skis and so. I skied and it was great. I didn't fall. I was mm-hmm. warm the entire day. Other than having to walk in the boots, it was just an amazing day. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? Um, the next year we went to Breck. Uh, the next year we went to Breck. We also went back to Utah. And I was like, you know what? I've been renting skis ever since. So I've got a snowboard sitting in the closet behind me collecting dust. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. But And your you know, tailbone thanks you. I, that's your the thing. My, my, my triceps always hurt because I'm pushing myself up off the ground because I fall all the time. Um, yep. It's it's a lot more pleasant skiing as an adult. I, yeah. You know, but. yeah. 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 So, yeah, that's that's the I wouldn't say I'm a, a Southern California surfer girl or anything like that. I rarely get to the beach, um, even though I live by it. But, um, you know, I just I kind of enjoy both mixture of the mountains and the and the, the ocean. So, uh, I get yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, and you live in like the the best, I think, one of the best cities in the in the States. I'll agree. So yeah, San Diego is awesome. Yeah. So we're in um, we're in North County. So we're in like the Carlsbad area of San Diego. Awesome. Where our office is. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Well, and so you've had quite the journey in real estate for the time that you've been in it. Um, tell me a little bit about just kind of the, the I don't want to say like the entire journey, right? Like day one, I got into real estate. And yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> how did you, um, you know, you, you got into real estate when your kids were starting to get a little bit older, right? But like, when did you start a team? Yeah. So here's, here's, um, here's my journey Not keep it, you know, kind of concise <laughs> what happens. Cause it's, it's a long one. 20 years is a long one. Um, so basically 16, after 16 years of selling real estate and being, um, uh, pretty much solo, I had a TC with me, but I, to be honest, was never really like coach scripted. I told people that it was like, either my life was me running around with my kids or it was working. And rarely yeah. did I even have like a personal life. In fact, my kids were always like, Oh, you know, mom, why don't you go out with friends and do all this stuff? I'm like, okay, well, five kids, I'm selling real estate, you know, yeah. like 50 homes a year with a TC. I just couldn't really have much more. And so yeah. anyway, 16 years in, I got super exhausted, um, literally to the point of like, either I'm going to go sell trinkets on Etsy with whatever I can come up with, or I'm, you know, going to figure out how I can be sustainable in real estate. Are you and that, so, are you that crafty? Are you I'm not crafty. crafty. No? Okay. I really was about self imploding. <laughs> so, so you needed to figure out the, you needed to figure out something different for real estate is really, I had to figure out something different. I'm like, if I have to, and trust me when I say this, like I still to this day sell homes now and then, and I get like, I'm like that teary one where I'm giving them the keys when I love them. And I'm like, here's the keys. Like, yeah. You know, I, I was built more for a buyer agent too, just all day long, my personality. But the reality is to go show another home at this point after that many years and trying to do all that stuff, it's just really hard on your schedule. As yeah. most people know, you know, being a buyer's agent, primarily you're kind of at the whim of, of what people want as much as you can say you have a schedule, you're still sometimes 
on a whim and then add in five kids. So anyways, I got to that point, Katie, you're, you're, you're due one here soon. I know. Um, (laughs) Giving me advice over here. I'm going to be taking all the notes. I know. I know advice. Don't go anywhere in December. Um, so anyways, I got to the point where it was like do or die. And I think logically a lot of people in real estate start to say, Hey, you know what? I think I'm going to get my broker's license or what's the next step or things like that. Right. Broker's license seems to come into play. And I know there's some States where a broker's license is what it's called, but in California, it's it's salesperson and it's brokers. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to get my broker's license. I'm going to go start something with that. And I didn't really have a grand plan, but I was like, I'm going to go do that. So got my broker's license, um, met up with a good friend of mine that I'd met when I started in real estate. Um, Her name's Tina King. And we got together and she was really wanting to get out of roles that she was in, which was management, things like that. And she's also a great coach and kind of guiding with those kind of ideas. And we said, hey, let's start a team under me being the broker. And so that's what we did. And this was back in 2018. Okay. And um, so basically we just started, you know, building a team. And it's funny because if you look at, okay, so speaking about my name, right? If you look at the journey, it started, I've had four name changes, which is about the same amount of name changes I've had with men in my life. No kidding. (laughs) With my team. Yeah. (laughs) I obviously have a problem here. And so it started as the Siri Rao team. And then it went to, okay, this is, uh, this works, right? The Hey Siri home team, because like the name is Siri. Then we did some research and figured that we couldn't say Hey Siri because of Apple stuff. And so then we dropped the Hey and it went to the Siri home team. And then lo and behold, this year I was like, okay, we're like scrapping everything and now we're the brand. And what I can say is that for me personally, I hated having my name and stuff. I just did not like it, but it was like the journey of what we had to go through to try to find where we are now, which now is home. And so what, what is it now? About almost four and a half years later, um, we've gone through four name changes and, you know, really taken the team from. Tina and I getting together going, hey, let's do this to now moving the brokerage. So I'm not independent anymore, taking that off my plate over to real and then starting the brand. And we're up to about 70 agents now with about um, 12 or 13 employees and a couple of VAs. Yeah, that's awesome. And so if you could do it all over again, start over day one, if you were, if, if I were, you know, a, a, an experienced ish agent getting ready to start my own team, would you say don't put your name in it and try to figure out something that's more branded to, you know, what you're looking to do in your mission or what, what advice would you give to someone on that? Yeah, I, I would, I know why we did it because I had such a reputation, right? So that you, you think about why is a person's name in it? It's because of they're known, they have a reputation, you know, we had like a Yelp page and all these different things that go through your head, right? Which we have fixed. It's like not that big of a deal. Um, you know, I'm sure there's a little bit of ego mixed in with people and stuff like that too. Um, but, and you, you didn't do this either, right? Like you were always moving to Texas. Is that right? Yeah. Or correct. Okay. So I don't know if you went through this logical journey of how, um, how should I do this? But you know, the other thing I've seen people do, so yes, I would definitely say, think about a name that's going to be conducive for your future. Now, if your future is that it's going to be you and your name and, uh, you know, a few agents or whatever you want to do, that's not a bad thing. But when you have a bigger vision, 
like I do. Like I was yeah. asked, how big do you want to grow this team? And my answer was infinity. Obviously, my <laughs> name, <laughs> my name shouldn't be in there for many reasons, which I, I can talk, you know, quite a bit about. But um, the other thing that I've seen people do is I've seen people put in things. And so, Katie, this would actually be something for you. So if you are moved me to Texas, right? And let's say you wanted to, have you thought about this? <laughs> let's no, say you continue, want, continue. I'm making well, a smirk. For those that are just listening, I'm smirking <laughs> at what she's saying. Well, you you could probably do something with yours where it's like, move me to Utah or move me to whatever it is, right? But system-wise, then you have to be playing with a lot of different names and things yeah. like that. You have to merge together. Um, so really thinking about what's that big vision about expansion and things like that too. So if you are, you know, having that localized name in there, can you really then expand? You can, of course you can always expand, but can you expand like that? So that's another thought that went into my head through the journey. Texas is such a huge state though, Siri. (laughs) That's true. That's true. No, no, no. I'm just saying, you know what I mean? Like I, you know how much real estate we have here, how much land we have here? No, I um I definitely thought about that. And that was something that I I didn't want to use my name in the name. And at the time I wasn't planning on having a team. I just wanted to find a URL that could be the URL and the Twitter handle and the Instagram handle and the Facebook page and the and the and the right, right. for for branding to be the same across the board because I hate when it's like you know, this one has an underscore and this one has a period, this one has an exclamation mark and 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 like I like the cohesive brand across all platforms from a marketing standpoint. And then there was all, when we started the team, it was like, is this going to be the Katie day team or is this going to be something else? And for me, there were a couple people, I mean, everyone, almost everyone does it right. Like the blah, blah, blah team. There were a couple of people that said that they were a team, but they were the individual agent and they weren't actually a team and they had really big egos. And I was like, I don't want to be like that. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to do something different just because it's different, right? Because it's like, if if you were an individual agent and you're saying you're a team, it's like, well, you're not, you know, and that, that just rubbed me the wrong way. Um, so there wasn't a ton of like thought that went into it. I was just trying to find something that was like Houston, Texas, homes, moving that I could, you know, have across all platforms. And, and it took a while to find, you know, housing, real yeah, estate. Yeah, I mean, it, it's properties. It's- it's super catchy and it's it's funny what you said or it's interesting is I'm like that too. I literally go on to GoDaddy and I'll start typing in URLs about stuff. And if I can find a URL that is solid, then that's the name that's going to fit because I want yeah. something. It's, it's how it is. So I want something that's going to be just like impactful. So I actually, so the name of our team, like I said now, is the brand. So it's the yeah. brand realty, aka the brand. And I mean, it's kind of a club because we've even said the word branding or the brand or stuff like that several times, right? It's kind of one of, so it's one of those days where I got up in the morning and this was 2018 or whatever. And I put in uh, the URL, the brand realty, and I grabbed it and I had it. And so what happened was we ended up running the team, the traditional team under all those names that I told you about. And then we ended up having another side like brokerage side of things that was called the brand. And those were for the agents that maybe would come to me, maybe they were good friends or whatnot. And they would say, Hey, I don't necessarily want to be on the team. Maybe I'm part-time, maybe it's whatever it is, or whatever. And I'd be like, cool, come over. I'm the broker, go on the brand. 
And so I think at one point we got that up to like maybe eight or nine agents, but really yeah. we weren't, our focus was the team. And then, um, ended up getting to the point last year where I was like, we're not doing anything with the brand. Let's just scrap it. And lo and behold, when we sat down in, uh, February and we were deciding to come over to real and we were trying to come up with a name, I was like, well, we've got all this over here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I was like, we're the brand. And so anyways, it's just, it's very interesting to see where the journey has gone. Um, that's just, I mean, that's just one technical side of things, but that's, that's where we are today. And it's, it's, it's pretty awesome what we're working on and the things that we're doing around the brand. It's, it's, uh, we're running a team, but we're, there's a lot of inside things that we're working on to really make it be what it is. Yeah. Well, and so, okay. If, if you're starting a team, I think, you know, figuring out the name of it, figuring out that kind of admin side of things is always important. Having, mm-hmm. you know, the URLs purchased and all that's always good. Making sure you're compliant with your state, all that, you know, fun stuff. What would be like steps, you know, the first steps that you would offer to someone if they're starting a team, right? Cause like, I mean, you've done it now, you've had iterations, it's gotten bigger, it's gotten smaller, it's this, it's that. You've had the brokerage. Like, I mean, what would be your number one advice for someone starting a team? Uh, okay. So again, I'm not like a coach or that kind of a person. I'm just not like, um, I, I guess take my advice from my own journey. But what I did was I had so much business. I basically was handing business over to Tina. She said, just fill me up, (laughs) give me what you've got. And then you start building, you start working in your systems and your processes because you know this, and I know this, and a lot of team leaders know this. It's really hard to bounce from like, Hey, I'm going to go show homes, or I've got a listing to come back and try to work on your SOPs and like, you know, checking out your CRM and building all that out. It's just totally two different like mindset things. And so not to say that I didn't sell or anything like that, but my first journey was to basically offload some of that so that I can at least start to create a little something before I bring in like an admin or a buyer's agent. Well, I guess she kind of was, but I, I basically had a Tina, right? Yeah. Um, so it's either that, or you just have some leveraged help on those kind of activities because. I find that if you try to bring in some administ- someone administratively and you have literally nothing in place, you guys just sit there and go, well, I don't know what I'm doing, you know, because yeah. most real estate agents frames, we're just out showing homes. We don't even really know all that other stuff, nor do we want to stop and do it. For sure. No, I mean, yeah. getting SOPs done, having some admin support or having someone to take something off your plate, right? So whether that mm-hmm. is the showing of the homes, whether that is, you know, some sort of paperwork or intake, whatever that is, I think is super important. I mean, we we did the same thing. Like our first hire was a buyer's agent, right? There you go. And then same we turned thing. around and like, we didn't have our SOPs and we didn't have, and it was all of like a, we'll figure it out as we go. Um, and I I wish we would have been more organized, but like also in doing things the way we did, like the, our former buyer's agent now has her own team and she's kicking ass and like, you know, it, it all worked out the way that it should, but it just wasn't the most, uh, efficient path. I don't think it. most teams are team leads when you talk to them really honestly, or if they do, <laughs> are they being that honest? I think it's pretty hectic and chaotic at first, no matter how much you're being coached and all that, Yeah, you're still trying to keep up on service and operations and it's two different departments. It's two different departments in our own company now completely, you know? So, um, 
that would be my advice though, is to personally try to offload. So you don't want to slow down your production, offload some of that, sit down and really spend some time, long hours writing out kind of how things look as much as you can, and then getting an admin in and sitting down and, and training them the best you can. So, and here's the other thing too, like, I didn't have the best hires either with admins. I don't, that's, I don't know how to do that stuff. I still don't know how to do that stuff. I know how to love on them now that I have them, yeah. but I don't really know how to do all that stuff. And I did go through a pu- couple of people where I was like, I, I picked the wrong people. I just didn't know what I was doing. I was desperate for help. So the hiring yeah. slow is a tough, is a tough lesson, right? Especially when you need someone or it's filling a position that's void or whatever it is, you know, just being that, that interview and you're like, I like them. And then you hire them uh-huh. and you're like, Oh, actually I just like them. They're not, I like them. They're not a good so, fit for this position. So here's, here's the thing about me is I like a lot of people and that's like, a, I think that's why people like to be on my team though. Like I, I can come in and be like that sunshine in the room and yeah. I like people. Um, and they, for the most part, like me too, um, that's a problem for hiring because yeah. I'm like, oh, I like them. I like them. So we actually, they don't even allow me to, I, for our uh, same thing with you. I can't even meet people we're, usually. We're still small enough that I'm, I'm fully involved in the, in the hiring process, but with a, I mean, you have this organization of 70 plus people. Like, yeah, I was, I was going to say if they're, if they haven't already kicked you out of the process and you're just like the last person that's like, Oh, hi, welcome to the team. It's so good. I'm yeah. so glad you're here. You know, I'm like, something's clearly wrong with their hiring process. If, if you're the one that's just like, I like you, you're hired. They're like, no, yeah. they're not. <laughs> they, they can't form a sentence or type an email. Like that's not happening. Yeah. They're just so. a nice person. Um, yeah. No, I mean, we do have formalities and then now of course I, I'm on, we just kind of joke about it, but now of course I'm on helping people. So if I have agents that are looking to bring people into the company, I'll come on and help support them and things like that. I think that's a good place for me, but there's literally times where I'll walk in the office and I'll be like, Oh, Hey, I'm Siri. And they're like, Hey, I'm new to the team. I'm like, awesome. Nice to meet you. You know what I mean? But I know, and I trust that the people that I have in place now, um, do it better than me. And so they've, they've got that set up, which is, also, maybe, you know, another topic of discussion as you build a team um, and you're finding your way through all of this stuff. Like I said, I'm not an expert in many things. I fire myself or people fire me all the time. And that's OK. It's OK to be fired or fire yourself because the whole point is, as you're growing, you uh, basically find people or people will naturally attract to you, too, that do it better than you. And so yeah. um, just finding people for those roles as you grow. And when they say that you're growing a team, you tip, you are literally, um, I call it a house of bricks is what you want to do. You don't want to have have a house of straw or sticks. You want to literally Hard. build whatever it is, right? Yeah. Um, you want to build a house of bricks so that it's a sustainable system that you can uh, continue to grow and grow your people um, yeah. and grow your people and your processes and your systems off of that. So it's, it's pretty fascinating. I'm in my happy place now. I love it. That's good. I love that. What yeah. switching gears a little bit, um, you know, you've mentioned a couple of times systems and processes, you know, systems yeah. and processes. I know that you enjoy those. What, yeah. um, what is your best advice for someone trying to put together SOPs or like, what is the tool that you use? That's like, was the game changer for staying organized or what's something like on that organizational side of things? that you think is, is good for agents to use or even an individual agent, right? Like good to use or implement or, um, try. Uh, okay. So it's 
first of all, obviously it's your CRM, but I have to say that it's funny because for 16 years, I literally used my Microsoft Outlook <laughs> to keep track of everything. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so how much more efficient could I have been if I did all these other things? And I know that there's a lot of people that just use, you know, their notepads or their different things like that. When I was told, hey, we're starting a team and you need to go get a CRM, um, I actually was pretty fascinated at how <laughs> how that worked. Yeah. But um, I would say definitely you need to have a CRM if you're going to be either individual. Definitely if you're going to be a team, you need to get that dialed in. Um, make sure that that's in order. Um, you know, I think at first we started with just using like Google Docs, like having folders and Google Docs and getting yeah. things organized. I can tell you that I'm a system and process person. I'm organized and I like to, I'm a builder. I like to build things, but I'm really not good at like typing a lot of stuff out. I have a person now that does that. And it was funny because when I hired her, uh, she, I, I couldn't even remember what my, what I hired her off of. Like, what was my document that we wrote down that said, okay, I think I just said, come over and work for me. And yeah. we wrote down something on a Google doc. I don't even know. Now it's all legit and it's all yeah. written down and stuff like that. Um, but I, I can say that I'm very organized. We had folders. We got our CRM in order. Um, I love tech and I know you like tech too. I'm always like, Ooh, what's that shiny object? Almost to a fault. I can say that we had way too many shiny objects. Yeah. And I always like to try things. And so over the last year, we've gotten rid of some stuff and simplified things, which has been helpful too. My goal yeah. is to always have the fewest amount of logins for people as possible, right? Or that mm -hmm. they all read to each other. So you only have to go to one or two places and to try to keep like the agent experience for the agents on our team to be as, as steady as possible, right? So like if it is a new shiny object that I'm like, oh, this is amazing. Like I'm going to try it all on my own or have one yeah. or two agents beta tested or something like that before I'm like, because I, you know, you talk to team team members that are looking to join your team or team leaders, like, oh, well, we just tried this, but it didn't work. So now we're in this CRM, and now we're this, and now we're that. And you're yeah. like, you guys are not getting anything done. Like, <laughs> no, 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 no. Yeah, you're just jumping around. It causes chaos. Um, my agents are going to listen to this. My my OG agents, and they're going to be like, Siri, what the hell? You drug us through the mud. Um, but it took me four years to realize that. So now, yeah. um. We we started with Chime. We're we're follow up boss fans, and the reason that we moved over to follow up boss is because it's um you know we can connect more dots. I I love Chime. It's pretty. It's beautiful. Almost just a little too complicated for us. I, I was a Chime nerd. Like I I knew all that stuff, but we only did one jump um, over. Yeah. But the thing is, is that I was always like, oh, here's this fun thing. And like you said, it's good that you're doing it and you beta it with a few people. I would literally just say, hey, we're using this like here's a fun new shiny object. And, you know, so the other, the other thing too, is that I really now try to just keep my agents in follow up boss. That's about yeah. it. Like that we have links, custom links that well, do the different things for yeah. them. Um, that's been really helpful too. And we also have a page that has everything on it for them. One page literally on a website that has links for everywhere that they need to go. That's yeah. it. Here are the bookmarks. Um, here's the links. Yeah, I love it. That's it. One place. And then the other thing as you're building a team is for us personally, we use Slack. Mm -hmm. And um, it didn't get speed at first when we had a few agents. It was kind of like not really used. But after you start to get more and more agents, or if you really use it deeply, Slack is amazing for us. Amazing. We can store things in there. It's amazing. Do you use Slack? 
We're in the messy middle right now. Our OG agents still text, um, you know, but we're, we're, we're getting everyone over. And then all of the new onboarding, because we onboard in groups, like all of our new onboarding classes, like they're all in Slack, right? So it's- okay. We'll They're using there. the new, yeah. But you know, when you're at t- when you're at five agents, having a bunch of group text messages isn't a big deal. But when you're at twenty right. or seventy, it's like, my God, well, like. And I think the group text message, unless Apple's changed it or whatever. Well, here and the other thing too is sometimes if someone's on Apple and someone's on Android, then you have some problems too. But yeah, I think it taps out on how many you can have in there. I think that's actually what happened to us too. And we we're like, <laughs> well, I guess you guys, we have to go Figure over here. Out. Yeah, yeah. And so, um, but we uh, live and die. And I'm literally looking at it right now. I'm like, what's going on over there? Almost to a crazy point, but everybody lives in there. And and what's cool is when you start to get more and more agents. So as a team leader, you're at first pretty much the one that's answering questions and helping and leading and guiding. When you start to get more agents and you start to really guide them, and like you said, onboarding is important because you're you're basically taking these newer agents and you're training them from the beginning on your new system and changes. Yeah. Um, What's cool is I could literally go a whole day and let's say you and I were just hanging out all day and I didn't check my Slack. Yeah. Um, people answer each other on Slack. Yeah. Like my agents help each other out now. And rarely am I getting phone calls, Slack messages, anything like that for help anymore because yeah. they help each other yeah, out. And honestly, around. yeah. And if you think about what a team is, a team is a co-op of people that are cohesively moving together in the same direction, yeah. you know, to help each other. Right. So it really shouldn't be the team leader who's doing all that work. It really should be the team. That's the whole point of the team, right? Yeah. So that's what you want to get to. That's what you want to build. I found the same thing with accountability. So it's less me being like, why aren't you? Why aren't you? Why mm-hmm. aren't you? And it's like them being like, you just booked a weekend away and you haven't got any deals under contract yeah. this month. Like, what are, what are we doing? And I'm like, I'm just sitting there like <laughs> eating my popcorn, <laughs> you know, as, as they go in on each other. Um but yeah, no, it's, it's, it's interesting. Like I definitely see the questions thing. Like if, you know, when I'm in front of my computer and at the office all day, like I've got everything all pulled up all the time. So I'm seeing ding, 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 messages yeah. come in, but I always give it a minute. Right. And if someone else yeah. answers, I'm like, all right, like, cool. Um, yeah. so- and that's hard to do at first to give it a minute because we're built. I was always built to be like fast to reply. Cause that's yeah. why we were so good at yeah. selling homes or I was so good. Um, so now it's like teaching yourself to pause and let them do it or, if you talk to them, say, you know what, that is a great question. You should put that on Slack for everybody yeah. to see and answer because everybody could learn from that. For sure. And um, just really understanding how to lead and guide these people in the right direction. Another thing, I have referral partner programs. So we're like on Zillow Flex and, and uh, Rocket and different things like that. I actually have, for the most part, our programs, I have agent leaders on my team that run those programs for me. Yeah. And so um, they're doing a lot of the accountability and the check-ins and different things like that. And it fills their cup because you are going to have leaders in the team. You want that. Yeah. And so no longer is it, hey, like, why am I not getting these leads this month? Or, hey, like that kind of a thing. And I want to be the happy, uh, I think you were at the conference, like joy, right? I want to be the joy on the team. I don't want to be the downer. And they don't want me to be the downer. They want <laughs> the person that's coming in and keeping the light shining and the lights on, um, but just (laughs) keeping that flow going. And so really, um, as you, as you build a team, making sure that you're, you're setting that up for your, your leaders to be the ones that are almost like you said, holding others accountable. Yeah. No, I like that. Um, all right. I've got two questions left. 
One okay. is work-life balance. Five children yeah. is a lot of children. Yeah. What how, what did you do throughout, especially when you were first getting into real estate, you know, I mean, selling 50 homes, but like, what are some, some tips or advice as far as work-life balance? Cause I know you're never going to have it. Like I clock out at this time and I'm done. Right. So like, what were some things that you did to, you know, be more present when you were present to, you know, advice you give to people today, things like that? Yeah. So I, I have, so my life now, just so everybody knows here is like my youngest is 12. My oldest is 27. I've got four adult kids. So my life is at a different place. I've almost forgotten what it was like, probably yeah. naturally because it was so hectic. Um, but in order, I, I, like you said, I don't think you're ever going to really find like a perfect balance with real estate. I actually got into real estate to be able to spend more time with my kids, which is yeah. always kind of a funny twist, but I think it's just really important to be able to um, basically you have to set standards of saying no. There are some times where I'd say, no, I can't do this now, but I can do this, you know, at another time. Um, so setting some of those standards in place for that stuff. And then also just making sure that you're really tuning into your kids and your family when you're there. Um, yeah. I actually had this conversation this morning with my husband. I was like, when I do things, I do things very intentionally focused. So if I'm focused right now on work, I am fully focused and present on work. And when I'm fully focused and present on my kids, you better bet I'm fully focused and present on my kids. I do a lot of traveling now for my 12 year old with golf. And um, when I'm there, I am really tuned in to him. I'll take some text messages and phone calls. And it's not like yeah. I'm totally abandoned shit. Like we can't do that. But um, really making sure that they get that that focus and that time. And I yeah. think just making sure that you're balancing that out because that's the best way to do it. But it, you're running your own business. So you got to make sure yeah. that you're not failing in one or the other. I have actually asked my older kids. I'm like, okay, did I do a good job? <laughs> and they're like, mom, you did a great job. Like, thank goodness, you know, that kind of a thing. But um, it's, 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 it's a tricky one to balance. It's just, yeah. you know, kids, kids are tricky to have it. But it's, yeah, you do it. Five's a lot. I agree. <laughs> well, and I think, I think, um, you know, everyone finds their own balance. Everyone finds what works for them. And that's what, like, I think that the comparison of like, well, so-and-so is doing it this way and, you know, she's doing it that yeah. way and he's doing it that way. Just, I mean, you're going to find what works best for you and your family and your relationships and all that. So, yeah. you know, that's, Same. I think. Like I said, yeah, that staying focused, you know, really being all in when you're all in. And also yeah. it takes a village. Like it literally takes a village and you have to leverage people. I, I never had like a nanny or things. Well, my mom did watch him a little bit. We call her nanny, but I never had like <laughs> a nanny. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. Because I just, I'm just built that way with stuff. But I mean, good on people that are doing that stuff yeah. too. I just really wanted to make sure I was fully invested whenever I could in yeah. each department. Yeah, for sure. All right. Hard hitting question. Last one. If it okay. were your last meal on earth, what would you be eating? Ha. Okay. My, my family knows it. That's a funny question. <laughs> I didn't know you were going to ask that. Who knows what chicken piccata is? Yeah. Do you know what that is? Like, okay. like lemon, lemon butter. Yeah. Sauce? Yeah. So yeah. I, I think my fifth child was basically built on chicken piccata. Um, my husband, when he was, he's a chef. He went, he, thank goodness for that. He makes food all the time. Um, I love chicken piccata. Like it is like the best food in the world. And it's also a food that makes me fat. So I can't eat too much of it. <laughs> but last meal, you're just going to pile it on. You know, why not? Right. Chicken piccata. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. What's yours, Katie? What's, what's yours? And is it changed? Cause you're. 
have a little well, baby in there? So right now, yeah. Uh, mine would be like steak and sushi, um, two things that are not great while pregnant because <laughs> you have to eat cooked sushi and like really cooked steak and it tastes terrible. So um, yeah, I'm very excited to have a child so that I can eat steak and sushi again. Oh, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Steak and sushi. <laughs> All right, Sarah, thank you so much for hopping on today. It was great. Having some conversation, getting to know you a little bit better and just unpacking some of your wisdom. Very much appreciated. Um, Appreciate all that you do for the industry. And just, I'm glad that our paths have crossed. Me too. I'm excited to get to know you more and more and more. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you for your time today and I will talk to you soon. Thanks, Katie.